No, we just start talking. We're testing. And then, and then we were talk testing. <laughs> this is going to be so weird. This All right. Professional. Uh, yeah. Um, I hope I hurt everyone. <laughs> Sorry if that did. Um, welcome to the Have a Seat Podcast, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is a weird episode because Anthony was unable to podcast today, but I am able. So I threw the idea to him to see if my friend Matt Mentley could co-host with me. And so... That's what we're doing. Hey, mm-hmm. say hi, Matt. Hello. <laughs> if anybody remembers, Matt was in like our third episode. And Matt's also my co-host for the other podcast, Mentally in the Haze. We didn't want to miss a week, so it's all because of you, our listeners, our dedicated listeners <laughs> that Anthony works with. <laughs> and when you talk to him, tell him that you're thankful that we didn't miss a week. That's all I want to say. Being, are you passively aggressive? <laughs> Podcast? <laughs> yeah, I think else is going on. Uh, that's Dana. Hello. Dana Gobitz is acting school, the Baron Brown studio where mm-hmm. he was an administrator. Recently moved to Colorado mm. to work for a production company. Mm-hmm. So basically, we are here to talk to Dana about that because I haven't seen you in how many weeks now? Months? Eight? Yeah. Ten weeks. Just yeah. weeks. It's been a couple of weeks. Hours. It's been hours. <laughs> she went into withdrawal immediately. Yes, I did. Not you or anybody else. And you just had a like welcoming. Okay, first of all, your going away party was like was dope. thirty plus people. It was. It was fifty at least. Fifty? Okay, yeah. I came late, so. You did. And people kept like cycling through. I counted at one point, and there was like. 35 people there and I could count a bunch more that had just left and you know all of them and they were oh, all yeah. there for you Yeah, it wasn't that nice and it was karaoke night too and you know you put on a goddamn show I don't know. <laughs> Well, I was raised uh, Singing that's where I got my start in the uh, in the musical performance world theater it was musical theater mm-hmm. well, actually where I started was in choir and in singing and uh, weird thing being the soloist because I had to stand still and sing and you were fidgety or something? Well, yeah. Well, what turns out is when you when you give Dana a song and then you tell him to move and dance, I'm not a good dancer, but I enjoy it a whole lot more. Ah. Uh. So uh, that's how I got my start into the acting world um, and uh, started off uh, after college. Uh, I graduated <clears throat> from Principia College, which is a small school in Illinois, and, and uh, was able to study abroad in England. and. And then moved to uh, New York and was doing music. You know, I know this there. podcast is interviewing you, what? but you don't want to, You don't care. No, I, I would like to ask you the questions. I, I don't want you just to give me your bio. <laughs> and that's it. And uh, we'll see you later, man. <laughs> Thanks so for stopping by. That's six minutes, literally everything you've done. <laughs> and uh, dick. I mean, I'm. I am very hot in here, so that would be ideal. So you're like, let's wrap it up. It's yeah. fine. Go ahead. No, We're done. <laughs> You want to get out of here? You want to have a beer? Let's do this. Well, okay. I know that the people listening (laughs) don't know all of these things about you, but I'm actually, I really, okay, so you 
yeah. have done acting for mm -hmm. a while. You moved to LA. You started working at the studio. Mm -hmm. You've been facilitating a lot of other people's careers also, which is mm -hmm. probably it's how you know all of those people. Yeah, yeah. Also, you're awesome, Thanks. but you know that's yeah. whatever. Like Pat relax. On the back. Uh, but I want to talk to you about moving to Colorado and working for this production company because okay. now you're doing like the other side of the business, which yeah. we were very, when you told me about it, we were both like, that's a great opportunity and mm -hmm. like, what the hell does that even look like? Right. So tell me about that. Uh, so you're living out of a van. I was, I, that's not true. You're I'm not doing that clarify. anymore? I am not living out of a van. What happened? Anymore. You were living right. out of a van. So yeah, so that was like the agreement. Like I move out there and she's like, I'll give you a place to live. And I was like, okay. And then like a couple months before I moved, like a month before I moved out, she's like, It's a van. It's a van. And I'm like, wow, that's a different lifestyle. That was really, you know, after I left LA, I, had, I gave up a lot because I was quite comfortable with, with my job and with what I was doing. Uh, you know, the, the studio was being good to me and, and I appreciated that, but uh, I needed more, you know. It all kind of stemmed from, uh, uh, for those of you that don't know, Betsy and I uh, wrote a uh, pilot series together and um, and it was super inspiring and super exciting and super annoying because we couldn't do anything with it. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and I really wanted to get out there and, and start producing and creating uh, this particular series or any series that I, that I write in the future but I didn't have the capability. I didn't know what to do. I didn't, know, yeah, I didn't even know the first step. Yeah. So uh, I sacrificed a lot leaving LA, but um, yeah, the first step well, was it's not like right you, into a van. <laughs> right into a van. Well, it's not like you were really leaving anything because you have such strong connections here. Yeah, I mean, that's you know. really, I was leaving potential. I wasn't really leaving like- You're taking the-, the, the Sabbatical. Yeah, that's a, 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 a parallel uh, yeah. sort of a way into it, which I think is important because I was talking to some people last night who are still like running and gunning the acting thing, and mm. now I've sort of moved into a comedy field, mm -hmm. which is not the same, and it kind of, it's nice to like, Go don't down. you like have to be funny to move into a car? You're fucking rude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, but I have found that doing improv is helping my acting yeah. because it's helping me get out of my head. Yeah. And I just, also I realized that my passion for acting is different than what I thought it was initially. Mm -hmm. I thought it was like something that I wanted to do, but really I enjoy acting so that whoever is creating the piece, the writer, the director, they get to make their thing. Because oh, that's, that's cool. for me way more satisfying is getting the product made and not just being like, oh, me as the actor, now I have a British accent. <laughs> I have to do something for me. But it's like, no, I want their vision. Or Helen Mirren. Like, <laughs> <laughs> something like that. I could be a, I could be a, ma a madame. I am a madame. I'm going to be knighted for I've my acting. Well, you cut him off when he was listing all of the stuff, but you mentioned London on there. Oh, yeah, so I mean, that's England. a funny thing to just skip over, Betsy, but, you know, it's your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Matthew. I actually, sure. I, I don't even think I knew that. Wow, I was just, weird. like, getting huh. bored because yeah. I wasn't listening. What a jerk. That's... Oh. She already knew, but, yeah, well, I studied in England, studied Shakespeare. Wait, what <laughs> year was deal. that? That was 2011, I think. And how long were you there? I was there long enough. Wow. Excuse me. Seven what? weeks. Oh, seven weeks. Yeah, yeah. We, we right toured on. around the UK and... and oh, cool. uh, was that with a company or something? It was with my school, but like... We oh, studied oh, at the oh, Royal oh. Shakespeare Company yeah. and the Globe and... Very cool. And uh, it was really cool. 
but like gave me great perspective and a great ability to perform Shakespeare. So you had that training before Baron Brown training. Oh, yeah. Okay. I had a lot of training. The way I put it into uh, into context is uh, I was a uh, a knight with all the armor, but no knight to to wear the armor, because what I needed was the vulnerability, the the fleshy meat bag on the inside, the sensitivity, the the depth, the 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 strength. You to, had all the external. pieces. I had pieces. all the external pieces. I had all the the, the accoutrement, if you will, um, and and what I needed was that that sense of connection to myself. Yeah, and that's what yeah, Baron yeah. Brown gave me. Uh, that's Baron, what I've learned just like living in the world, like being being a person, doing having experiences and stuff. That's that's, that's what your accoutrement. No, just like because when you go to a school for acting, I can only imagine that you're learning like the technique, but you're not like a lot of it is tapping into your own whoever who you are. Yeah. Your own feelings yeah, and yeah, your yeah. opinions and mm -hmm. how you deal with things and why you are the way that you are. Yeah. And a school trying to teach you acting, unless it's like a psychoanalysis also, uh -huh. it's like it's not gonna give you that. Agree to disagree. Uh, that's I mean, I went to school and I learned that. Oh, they did teach you that. The, the, you're talking about the external like, stuff, right? No, the psychoanalysis, looking in. That's what Baron Brown taught me. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. But that's not like a school that you would go to oh, college. Oh no, 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 no. Right. No, a college. That's that's the difficulty of you know learning to act at a college or a, a, a accredited school. They need to give you a grade. And right. So they exactly. They to tell you whether you're doing good or not, and sometimes you're doing terrible and you learn one thing and it makes everything click for you and all of a sudden you're amazing. But if you were being told that you were terrible for like three months, like you're gonna hate yourself and you may not end up learning that one thing that, that puts it all together for you. Uh, so screw so school. for dumb people like me, for dumb people. you're saying that going through an acting school, it's like uh, you don't know if you're doing well or not sort of thing. And when you're in school, it's like you have tests and stuff to be like, oh, yeah. shit, I got to learn my periodic tables. I want, again, I'm the audience, you guys. Yeah. I'm out there. Chime in. We're so talking like, gibberish. Sometimes you say things that I don't know what no, they are. No, that's why you're Who here, are you? Matt. What are you saying? And so I, I thought that was a pretty neat analogy because I wouldn't yeah. have ever thought of that. Yeah, well, well, that was my experience. Of course, everyone's experience is going to be unique. My experience was very much that uh, going through school wasn't going to give you necessarily the craft, um, but that going to uh, um, um, like a vocational type school like that, Bar like the Baron Brown Studio is, it gives you, it lets you grow at your own pace. Okay. So, so nobody's telling you you're doing good or you're doing bad, but you're learning as you go. And uh, as my teacher, his name is D.W. Brown, said, sometimes um, it takes a lot of hammering to finally break the rock, but no one hammer uh, was less important than the next. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And you keep mentioning this Baron place. Baron Brown Studio Baron is okay. in Santa Monica. They teach Meisner technique, okay. which is a style of acting. Which, if we wanted to make this podcast well, all about we, Meisner, no, we no, could no, go no. into that. We could. I, I've been in LA for six months. I know what fucking Meisner is. You've been here more than six months, haven't you? Have you really been? Are you serious? Uh, welcome to LA. 
Maybe. Shit, I've been I've been here longer than you. I don't even live here anymore. Sorry. <laughs> I guess I don't know that much about Fair my enough. friends. <laughs> but LA, I mean, yes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, Meisner's a very popular. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's very well known. I think done it, but I've been explained it. Yeah. So, <laughs> this man's playing yeah. too. Fair enough. Gotcha. I'm on. I'm on board. Yeah. Wonderful. Glad to have you. Mm-hmm. Great. <laughs> but yeah, so um, I don't really know where that conversation was going. It was just me proving you wrong. Thanks. Yeah. Appreciate that. You're welcome. That's lovely. That's all I'm good for. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so Colorado, you, oh, so yeah. you were living in a van. So yeah, so I moved out there, right? We were, we're exploring being a producer and that's awesome. Uh, made the decision, had no idea necessarily what that meant, but uh, made, the, made the leap, <coughs> excuse me, got out there and I lived the first month in a van which is interesting because... In a van, in a van down by the river! It was actually in a van down by the park. And that was just Not the same creepy. sketch. It was, it was still pretty sketchy. I mean, I'm I impressed felt sketchy that you knew that one. Back. You're impressed? I time. knew that one? Dana, do you know that one? I have no idea what that He has is. no idea. That's Although, like, it's been explained to me. Like, this is that's how sad it is. Like, I know I should know because people have been like, oh, yeah, the van was down by the river. <laughs> oh, because... Chris Farley. Yeah, yeah Chris yeah. Farley has that's a whole right. sketch with That's right. It's a sketch. And I David Spade. have been explained that multiple times, and I forget every time. And people annoyingly bring it up to you. Bing bong. All the Betsy. Maybe you should just so, watch it instead of getting on my case for no one references. No, I'm just saying, like, people say that oh, to yeah. him all the time. You want a about. reference drop? Let's do this. Yeah. You want to go, son? Milk was a bad choice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, I don't know that one. Thank you, man. Thank you! Damn it! Woo! Let me mansplain that one to you. Fine, fair. Okay, you're in a river. You're in, in a, a river. I'm in a river. You're in a van down by the river. What do you do? Uh, so I'm in a van, and uh, you know that had its own list of challenges. But I was willing to, uh, you know, take those challenges head on, and, and learn and explore, and really what the the uh, business has given me is the opportunity to learn. Uh, I hated school, hated college and hated high school and middle school. I never felt like I was good enough. I never felt like I was learning uh, because I learn at my own pace and I learn in a weird way. As does everybody. As does everybody. But teachers always seemed to think they knew what was best for me and they never did. Uh, and, and oftentimes acting teachers were the ones that did, you know, connect with me the most. Um, I mean, I didn't, I, I believed I was a horrible writer until like three months before I graduated college uh, when one of my teachers who had actually went to England with me, learned me, finally said, uh, oh, I know how you work. You're not a bad writer. You just have a lot of thoughts and you need to organize them. Yeah, you do have a lot of thoughts. Betsy learned. <laughs> Betsy learned that. You should see like the, the just like the... Drafts. The drafts, the clay that we just like threw at the wall. The and, clay like, that what did, what Dana stem, threw stuck. at the wall. And Dana, I'd have to scrape it? it off and be like, why did you throw this? Now, first of all, why did a lot you? of that clay was very good quality. Yeah, okay, it was. I had to mold it into some gold. I'm just kidding. It was also my first writing project. It was my first writing project. It was our first writing project. <laughs> what? Is, do you have a bathroom in your van? Okay. Where's the van no. park? <laughs> so Matt has all the okay? So back to the van. Back to the van. I was living in a van. Uh, did not have a bathroom. Turns out, Van life, hashtag van life, is a very popular thing in this particular town. There are about six people, yeah. at least, that live in a van. Uh, one of the girls that lives the van, in the town. You mean the van that you were in Colorado? In Colorado, the town that I'm living in in Colorado. One of the girls, uh, her name is Jane, she like pioneered the whole van life uh, hashtag on Instagram. She was very well known for it. Um, lovely woman, but uh, 
so you know, I didn't feel weird being in a van. Lots of people were doing it. Everyone's doing it. Uh, <laughs> You're part of the cool to, crowd. To tell you a little bit too much information, uh, apparently a van life thing is if you wake up in the middle of the night and you have to pee, yeah. what do you do? Right. You pee in a cup. Right. And you save it. No, why would you save it? Oh, I don't know. Well, Beth, do you save your piss? Where do you put it? You just open the door and toss it out. Why wouldn't you just piss out the door? Why would you pee in a cup? What are you talking why about? Why would you piss, piss out, out a door? door? That's you, illegal. Are you, you just peeing out the doors? Why are you peeing out the doors? You pissed in a cup. The cup goes splash out the door. Is it not the same as pissing out the door? It's not. It's I, not well, because technically if you're peeing in public, I, if you step out of that van and you pee, you're in public. You're you public get urination, but if I pee in a cup and throw it out, that's different. Oh, I it is know different. About that law. Oh, I knew public urination was illegal, but yeah. I've done it loads of times, and I've never been arrested. Yeah, but I also don't want like like you know the the ratio. Like the more times you do it, the more likely you are for, to get like caught doing it. So like I was gonna minimize uh, that. Fair Granted, enough. I was parked around a park. Oh, then and, you'd be like uh, and, Charlie Day yeah, and fucking horrible. That's all horrible I could think about. Was like. Why would you put a park next to a, a bar? bar? That's entrapment. Entrapment. <laughs> that's illegal. So like uh, legit, like every night I had to pee, like that's what went through my mind. I was like, I'm gonna fucking just get arrested. And what do you? Uh, I'm right. on the registered sex offender list. Re- yes. <laughs> so um, so yeah. So I lived a month there and and uh, um and loved it. And then uh, you know now we're trying to sell that van and had some interest and hopefully we'll get that done but uh so you were living in there and then you would shower like at the gym right yeah i'd go to the gym just about every day and shower work out and then shower and and uh, loved that uh routine uh, a buddy of mine asked me he said was there ever a day you just walked into the gym took a shower and left and yeah there was a day where i did that <laughs> you know fuck it like i pay, I my, pay dues, my dues you know this shower is my shower I, I come from la where like the homeless people they know they know, you get a gym membership, you have a place to you shower. You have a place to shower, shower. Like, yeah. Like, it's, like, I, I was, it wasn't awkward for me. And, like, I wasn't the only one doing it either, I learned. Also, but it's not like you're only going in there to shower. You work out there, too. So I often work out there, fuck too. Fuck it, yeah, who cares? So, uh, you know. You gotta do what you gotta do you gotta sometimes. gotta do what I gotta do. So, uh, so what, where are you living now? So now, I got upgraded to a hut. Is it a yurt? No, that would have been cool, though. Because our friend Zach lived in a yurt in L.A. in somebody's backyard for, like, the first month or something he was here. That actually sounds really cool. Yeah. So, it's a hut. It's called a hay bale house. Okay. Uh, it was a chicken coop that burned down, and they re- rebuilt this in Is its it, place. like, made out of wood? No. What's a chicken coop made out of? Wood. Oh. What this is, is it's uh, hay bales essentially stacked up, and that's the insulation. And then hay they, bales? Yeah. Hey got bales. it. Bales, yeah. got it. Yes. And uh, it provides excellent insulation. In Colorado? In this Colorado, is? Okay. yeah, yeah. That's incredible. So these houses don't have, uh, oftentimes don't have air conditioning. They do have heating. Of course, it gets ridiculously cold in yeah. the winter. Uh-huh. But, you know, it's like 90 in the summer, and people just deal with it, uh, you know, because so it's So what like is in this hut? So in this hut is a, a bed and then an external closet and a bunch of shelves. And, and that's it. That's like You don't have a kitchen? I don't know. I don't have anything in that. That's like, I've got... And that's where you're living right I've now? i got a four by four piece of, like, plot of ground to stand on, and then the rest is bed or shelf. And uh, and that's where I'm living, but I, it's adjacent to an actual house 
where I use all of their kitchen and Who bathroom. is it your No, no, it the the person that owns it is is just a local. Um, so it's like an Airbnb hut? Sure, except it's not Airbnb. I pay rent. Oh, but they like literally are like, "Hey, we have this hut for rent." Well, what it was is uh, a friend of my my boss's, her name is Catherine Appel. Uh, she owns Catherine Appel Productions, uh, which is who I work for. Mm-hmm. Um her friend uh, was like, I'm going to uh, Europe for two months. I need somebody to rent my apartment. And, you know, I, I had signed a, a three-month agreement with, with my boss. So the first month was the van, and the next two was in this hut with uh, this girl. Now, at the end of this month, I will be moving into an actual apartment. Ah, there it is. Dana's going to live in a real house. But, so, but it was it's one of those so things lucky. where I had to, like, commit to this business if I wanted to, like... I don't know, uh, w- Matt. Would, w- <laughs> you know? would you ever go through living in a van and then a hut for a Depends job? Depends like on that? what it was for. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But you probably what's, what's like. What's the pay? <laughs> yeah, right. Peanuts. I'll give it. What to is you the peanuts. pay? Like I'm minimum not, wage? I'm not gonna tell you what it oh, is. All right, it's Mr. definitely lower than minimum wage. <laughs> It's, it's more like, about the experience. It's more about the experience. Yeah. And the, you know, all the lessons that you Actually, you're I think technically, because she's paying rent, so so I think technically it's like minimum wage. But but I'm able to work from wherever. I'm able to do what it is that I that I want to do, really. Like, if I'm like, hey, I'm going to go mountain biking today, she'll be like, okay, go. Have fun. Okay, yeah. that's how she... You have a lot of fun right now. That's with my boss. <laughs> that's with my boss. So the production company is called what? Catherine Appel Productions. And she, what is that? What does she basically do? So it, it's an outdoor adventure photography and cinematography production company. That's awesome. Yeah. Which Colorado is a. It's great. Fucking talk about a great location. Well, you never realize what's out there. You know, some of our clients include uh, uh, a a, um, a rehab center that specializes in outdoor activities to aid their rehab. Oh, that's awesome. And it's fina- fantastic. Uh, and then the same with a, a, an autistic community, uh, or autistic uh, um, f- uh, foundation organization. They they utilize a lot of the outdoor activities to to help. You know, I don't know with the with those that are autistic and and, and have to uh, learn to live with that. Right, right, right. Um, and going through these uh, outdoor activities, just you know, it kind of acclimates them to the rest of the world and. Uh, gives them a great experience, and and we got to, they actually went rafting the other day, and we got to uh, hop on the raft and videotape them. It was just, it was fun, you know. And they were so funny. Mm-hmm. These these kids, ranging from like uh, I think it was like, twelve to to, seventeen or something like that. Mm-hmm. And and you know, they call it the autism spectrum, and uh, and so you've got people on different ends of the spectrum. And you just have to value and appreciate each person. They're individuals too, and, and so it, you know this job not not only is getting me out into the outdoors, it's getting me to uh, appreciate different people as well, uh, which is cool. But what's really exciting for me is I love the outdoors, and right now we're really trying to gear up for um, for this uh, this trade show where there's gonna be 1,200 outdoor companies there. And, and I'm going to go in, I'm going to meet them. Um, and, you know, I get really excited about gear. Like, I just, I, I since coming to L.A., I've gone into REI and I've gone into Dick's and just, like, looked at everything. I'm like, what's going on? Like, I ended up talking to, like, the product specialist in REI, and I was like, like, what's really cool about the industry right now? Like, 
what what, what would you say is a really cool innovation? And he like showed me these different things, and I was like geeking out about what did, it. What was he showing you? Uh, apparently, for uh, rock climbing shoes, they have utilized two separate weaves. One weave for the fabric uh, is much more durable and and doesn't flex as much, and the other weave is much more flexible. Uh, so when you're putting on the shoe, it you know fits to you uh, and provides the flex where it needs to, and then not not flexible where it needs to. Um, but yeah, that kind of stuff, you know, and I, and I geek out about the gear, the, the rock climbing gear and the hiking gear. And I own my own mountain bike. And, uh, and so I've been, uh, been doing that a lot too. I wish I knew more about that stuff so it's, that I could engage in this yeah, conversation. I know, right? Cause I'm just like sitting here <laughs> and I bet people are like, wow, this conversation's great. That's great. Yeah. I don't are. know anything either. So I'm completely worthless, but. I think that, <laughs> it, I mean, if you're an outdoorsy type, here's yeah. actually a question I have. So sure, you're yeah, doing yeah. you're doing production side of things. Mm -hmm. You're helping, taking photos? Like, what exactly are you doing for them then? Well, so so to, to clarify, uh, right now it's me and Catherine Appel. Yeah. That's it. Okay. <laughs> so this the two is man a two-man show. Business. So my, my technical title is uh, producer and marketing Manager. I killed it! Okay. Sorry, we're in a small room and I'm getting eaten alive by a mosquito and I just killed it. I'd like everybody to know Why? I killed yes, it. podcast there's, listeners. There's blood there's all no over There's no connection to any of this. You know what? I'm excited. Anyway, back to me. Do uh, we wait a second so you can cut that? Yeah. No, I'm not going to cut that out. We don't <laughs> do that here, Matt Mentley. You don't cut any of this? Nope. Scribbly D. Well, because we videotape it normally, and so yeah, I don't feel like editing the video too. Thank God nobody sees my sweaty face right now. Oh God! So <laughs> for her blood splattered leg. The, yeah. So the the question I have. Yeah. So you it, for for acting, mm -hmm. I'm assuming you perform then, right? Yeah. So you were a performer, mm -hmm. and now you're kind of behind the scenes. Yeah. Sitch. Yeah. So if I had to like, if you had to choose one or the other. If I'm making you choose, oh geez, behind well, or in front? You haven't done a ton behind, because right now you're yeah. kind of doing a lot of like organizing, yeah, helping her stay on top of stuff. So primarily, right now, what my job consists of is, uh, when I got there, she was so busy because she was getting so much work hmm. that all of these other things were falling through the cracks. So a lot yeah. of my job was administrative assistant stuff. Sure, uh, which and you have great experience with. Yeah. Thank you, Baron Brown Studio. Um, Shade. <laughs> so now I... I passive aggressive I know. comments in this. We're, we're getting... This is my podcast. I can, is this one of the themes I missed? No, but it's... Star I, I just can do it. That's why I'm doing it. I think we all have ADD. We just can't stay on topic. Topic? Is that what it is? Yeah. No. I, I, hey, I'm bringing it back. Bring it, yeah, appreciate it. That's, appreciate why, it. I, that's why I bring you around. <laughs> So, uh, some administrative stuff. administrative assistant stuff, but we're getting more into permitting and the creative side. Uh, this past week we did some test shoots, and so I was learning about lighting and and the equipment that we use. Ooh, which that's is cool. exciting! Yeah, yeah, and so I actually got to be her test subject for some of it. I saw those pictures. <laughs> you, yeah, fucking Jesus! It was hilarious. It was. What was the theme she was going for? Were you just, just fucking around? We were just fucking around. She's just looking for dramatic lighting of mm -hmm. like, okay, how do I do this and how do I do that? Because uh, what we're doing is uh, this week. The reason I'm here in LA. Uh, is for the next three days where um, we have been hired by Red Bull to shoot one of their athletes. By shoot, I mean f photograph 
one of their athletes. <laughs> We're actually hitmen. <laughs> We're hitmen. Can you tell us whom uh, or not? Did you have to sign an can NDA? I didn't sign an NDA, but uh, so I you can go blabbering away. Yeah. Too unco- I mean, no, I'm no, just... no, no. I'm happy to, and I think he's even like super like they're good. Like my boss and, and this guy is really good friends. Uh, uh, the athlete is Aaron Colton. And, uh, what he, is he an athlete? Would of? you let me finish? No. I think he was I'm about to explain. Literally it. about to. You're explain taking it. too long. He is literally <laughs> telling the the answer. Dude. I, I haven't Calm even like down. breathed That's in true. to tell you. Aaron Do you have a problem Jesus with the way Christ. I run my podcast? <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. You I know mean, what? I've been Matt, why don't we do this? Why don't you and I start over the notes <laughs> about your interruptions? You're the host, and you're interrupting constantly. You can cut this out, like I said. You can cut I would just like everybody to know the death <laughs> the stare, death stare that, that Matt is getting currently. I mean, if it's Matt fine. winds up dead tonight, we all know why. You only, you've only interrupted like seven times. It's cool. There you is keep no the count. Thanks. So anyway, uh, back to me and my awesomeness. Uh, Aaron Colton, he's a motorcyclist. Uh, he both both races motorcycles, but he also um, he's a stunt motorcyclist, and so he does these really crazy tricks, you know, wheelies and and uh, oh, Red Bull, that's like their thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, okay, so these right action on. sports, right? Yeah. So um, I'm really actually excited. I don't know very much about like the stunts that you can pull with a motorcycle, mm-hmm. other than like, hey, I'm gonna pop a wheelie. Like he's doing things where he's like standing on the seat, and like I don't even know. So. Um, so I'm gonna learn a lot about that, but uh, yeah, absolutely. I think you that should, sounds fun. You're gonna cr- take a crack at it too. Oh yeah, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna like yeah. hop on one really. back oh here God. in the back. Crack my brain tonight, up. right now. Let's yeah. do this. Let's get crazy. But here's here's some fun stuff. So so I, uh, as I said, I don't know much about the behind the scenes. I don't know much yeah. about the lighting and about this. So I've been learning about it all. Mm-hmm. And something that's really cool, really freaking cool, uh, is this new invention called the Pixel Stick. Oh, let me tell you a little bit about. Is it like a selfie stick? No, what it is is it's a uh, it's a just a big stick, like a yardstick, and it's got a bunch of LED lights on. <gasps> yeah. And you can program it to uh, to light up in a certain pattern. Mm-hmm. Now, because technology is so freaking smart, what you can do is you can have a camera and set it for a long exposure. Now, for those of you that don't know what a long exposure is, I'm not going to be t- t- the one to tell you. So go friggin' figure it out. There's so, Google. You're on Google. your phone and I, or I laptop. All I know is the word long exposure. So sorry. Do you actually not know what it is? Because I can explain it. It's like higher... Uh, a long exposure is when you take a picture. Uh, it basically... The lens opens and then it closes, and then when it closes, that's when the picture is done. That the light well, yeah. gets cut off. So long exposure is that the yeah. what? No, when you're I looking was, at me like oh duh. Well, no, yeah, oh duh. But like I was trying to like, I was steering away because I don't know like the the terms like is it that the ISO is higher or the aperture is longer it, or the, the f stop is. I don't know exactly either. All I know that's is that the. Like, I don't the time that the picture is taken, the yep. thing that is open to take in the light is open for a long time. Yeah. And then the thing that basically takes in the brightness is very low. Mm-hmm. So, because if it was very high, then all the light would rush Wash. the film immediately and it would be a white picture mm-hmm. and you wouldn't get anything. So it's very low. It's open for a long period of time, long exposure. You can do like yeah. fireworks. You can do like, th- that's how you get those streaks Star from like trails. high, like highways and stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, or like a waterfall gets all like really soft if you do long exposure mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah, well played. 
Well, well said. Um, Thank you. Thank you. I you know can't do things. it during a really bright day because it just soaks in all that light. Right. Likewise, when you're doing it at night, uh, you're, you, you have to make sure that you're not taking in a whole lot of light. So anyway, uh, so what this is, what this does is if you walk across the screen or walk across the frame of the picture, uh, with this long exposure and this pixel stick is lighting up in a very specific pattern, you can create some incredible stuff. We were working with fire, <gasps> we were working with uh, well rainbows and that kind of stuff, but you can create really cool patterns, but more importantly, if you just walk across and hold it steady, you can, uh, one of the settings was Super Mario World 2. Oh. I was like, you gotta be kidding me. It's one of my favorite games ever. Right? Mm -hmm. And so it, it's uh, it's this really cool invention, and, and I'm really excited because we're going to start using it uh, with other LED lights. Wait, uh, what pattern is Super Mario? What did, what did it light up as? Like a mushroom it, it or just, something? No, 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 no. It's So it's a oh, stick, right? Oh, it plays right? Mario it, do, 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 as you walk across? Essentially, but not a sound. It's just a light. I mean, I'm making the sound yes, as I'm walking. Yes, but yes. So. so, so as you, as you make the <laughs> sound, hard to yeah, it's hard yeah. to visualize. Yeah, visualize, and right. and it's almost like it's it's a mind fuck because you're like, how did how did that thing create that thing on the camera? It doesn't make sense to me. I don't understand. That's awesome. Hmm. But it, it's it's really. Cool. I would. Is that is that online? Can you oh, look yeah. that up? Like oh, yeah. It's already being used. Oh yeah. It's all over line. Actually, we got a lot of our patterns from online. Pixel uh, stick. Pixel stick. Who invented it? Do you know? A smart person. Google or Mr. Some Pixel shit? Stick. Mr. Mix. Mr. Stick. Mr. Stick. And Mrs. Pixel. He pref he prefers to be called that. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, so that's the kind of stuff I've learned about, and it's been really cool. And uh, we have really great sponsorship with a company called Broncolor, which is a lighting company. Uh, they've been very cool to support us as we grow, uh, helping us out with gear and letting us test certain things out. Um, and it's, it's been an incredible learning experience for me, uh, just, just for lighting. And I'm learning, uh, that's just lighting, and like not even to mention the hours and hours of work I've done on marketing uh, and how my vision has been opened up to that. Uh, uh, and I've, I've got a couple of close friends that are very good marketers, and you know, they're recommending books and, and this and that. And there's just a wonderful world to dive into that going back to that comment about school, you know, school just tries to prepare you for everything. But this is a business that I have investment in so I can tailor my learning to what's best for the business. So I'm not just learning BS information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think most people would agree that like, cause I hated history mm. going through school. I could not, for the life of me, learn any of it, pay attention. I did not care, cause the way that they it's taught like the it only to you. That I was good at. Really? Yeah. I just did not. I was just like, okay, there's a lot of people. They kind of the way that they teach it is mm. like, it's everybody is sort of the same. Mm -hmm. Nothing has more importance than anything else. Mm -hmm. It's all like it's getting jammed down your throat and you're like, I don't care. Can we, how do I get out of this? Mm -hmm. But now that I'm starting to like learn things on my own, I'm finding that I'm obsessed with learning the history of mm. things that I care about. Right. You know, I love learning about the history of California mm. and LA and Hollywood and how all of that came up. And then oh, cool. I went to Ireland and I learned about how Dublin was founded by the Vikings. And I was like, oh my God, like mm. I'm like feasting on information now. And like, I love learning. And I, you know, I was the same in school. I just like, I barely skated through because I just like didn't yeah. care. Yeah, exactly. I was way more interested in the social life aspect of school. <laughs> 
Well, that's where you and I differ. I I would, may have been interested in the social life. I just didn't have a great one. Did you really? Man, I was so lame, especially in college. Like my friends, like, hey man, we're gonna go out. We're gonna like hang out, and I'm like. I gotta go to bed at 10 p.m. What college did you go to? I went to a small school in the middle of the woods. In what, oh. Which one? It's called Principio. Oh, right. Right. And it was What's actually, the mascot? Uh, <laughs> Do you remember? Just, yeah, no, I remember. <laughs> here's, here's the thing. The mascot was, while I was there, the panther. Ooh. But okay. apparently, a panther sleeps for 20 hours, and that's unacceptable. And my argument was, what? yeah, but it's awake for four hours, and in the four hours that it's awake, it'll tear your face off! It's Murdering a- everyone. Everyone. So, so they changed it? So they changed Medicine. it to red and blue. No, 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 I'm sorry, gold and blue. That's gold the, blue. The, the mascot is two that's colors? the mascot is my, they're colors. That doesn't make any that's, sense! Oh, one of the worst mascot stories I've heard in a Ever. long time. <laughs> that's why you always, Betsy, learn something from your co-host today. Ask about the mascots of the college. <laughs> yeah, right. It's a weird story. <laughs> always, Almost man. always, dude. Where, wait, wait, where did you go? Uh, I went to the University of Wisconsin, Green Bay. And their mascot is? Fighting Phoenix. Not an interesting story. Oh. So, <laughs> so that worked one out of two wow, times. One out of no 50%. time. <laughs> 50%. Right, 50, 50, 50 guys. 50, 50. I didn't mean to railroad the cop. No, 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 it's cool. Uh, wow, that's so, I'm sad there, I mean, for your college. It's yeah, 500 people at this college. Like, yeah. no one. Okay, like, that's fair. Upset. Did you guys uh, have sports and stuff? Yeah, we had some sports. We were. Yeah. I don't know what it was like about my college, but we had like physical issues, and by physical issues, I mean <clears throat> we could run fast. Oh, I thought you meant everybody was crippled. Well, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean like like not physical issues, but like for whatever reason, the my friends were so fast. They ran really fast. Did they also have light-up shoes? No, but that would have been cool. And then you take a long exposure of that. <laughs> so uh, you're saying in high school, your friends ran track? Yeah. Or they were just running in the street? <laughs> a little bit of both. That was like, what are you, six? Oh my God, we're so fast. We're so fast. You have I no mean, idea how fast we are. It's a school of 500. I'm picturing a small town yeah. where there's not that much to do but maybe yeah. it was just the school i don't know no it wasn't that much to do like you stayed on campus yeah. or you went for a run right <laughs> there you go oh. uh but but i mean one of the guys i went to my school he was running a four six when he was a freshman in college a four six what four, does that a mean four minute and six second uh 40 uh, 40 yards 40 yard dash mile mile oh four minutes six seconds Ooh. jesus almost got it yeah almost wow. got the the big one i know I just saw your birthday present to you. Yeah, it's up in my little office-y thing. I, it's the sweetest thing okay. I've ever had. Oh, Matt's leaving now. <laughs> I, I bothered him so much that Matt has left the podcast. So, back to me and how awesome I am. Yes, Dana, tell us more. I'm amazing. That uh, armpit sweat you got going oh. is pretty Oh my god! Fabulous! Oh my god, it looks like I'm dying. It's pretty aggressive. It's... You guys don't want I'm to I'm sorry I'm hotboxing you in this fucking sauna. At least there's, like, no weed being smoked, because that would get crazy really Yeah, quick. dude, that'd be really hot. And then I'd throw hot. up. I'd, you know how I do. I would, like, melt. I'm already melting. I'm melting. You're the Wicked Witch of the West. Got <laughs> thanks, it. thanks. You're welcome. Appreciate that. So, yeah. Um, hit me, coach. What else you want to know about me? What's your podcast want to know about me now? I'm just curious to how you are. You know, things are good. Yeah. Uh, you got a new uh, do. You want to tell me about that? 
Yeah, well, I got a whole new perspective on life. You know, I kind of came to a point where I was like, I'm going to live my life for me. You know? Mm-hmm. I, I, Isn't that exciting? It really is. I got to a, a point where I realized that I was doing and living and being somebody that I thought I was supposed to be. And I kept catching myself doing it, but, like, it kept going deeper and deeper and deeper. And all of a sudden, I'm like, why am I growing my hair like this? Or why am I doing this? And uh, um, right before I left, you know, I kind of was, like, making these decisions. And my hairstylist, like, started started with the sides of my hair, and she trimmed it up. And she goes, uh, you know, what do you want me to do on top? And I said, nothing. I freaking love what I just saw. And so I just like, for those of you who can't see, I, I keep it really tight on the sides and then long on top. And I just slick it back. Uh, kind of like, really like my my uh, style uh, icon would be Charlie Hunnam from uh, uh, the, uh, the King Arthur movie he was in. Oh, okay. And Undeclared. A, a Judd Apatow canceled television show. Oh, oh yes. Oh, Charlie Hunnam was good. on that. It was one of his first roles. Interesting. I did Super not know that. Cute. Yeah. So I really liked I really liked his hair and like mm-hmm. I, I watched that not too long ago even, and my my beard even like uh, it was growing out and it's getting real bushy. So I trimmed the the my cheeks but left the 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 chin long, and it's just like I'm making these choices because it's what I like. You feel more comfortable in this yeah 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 and i think that it that it's you know it expresses my artsy self a little bit and uh, don't tell my mom but i think what i want to do is like grow it out into a man bun oh <gasps> i was just don't tell my sister either thinking that I, yeah. I will totally do that yeah so apparently yeah uh i'm gonna get disowned if i have, come have, home, a, have man a, a man bun <laughs> it's a controversial look i've heard it just is. wear a hat they won't know I know. I've gotten big into hats lately, too. Mainly because, like, so I started networking with these companies mm-hmm. that, I, that I'm... Oh, and they all give you a free hat? They gave me a free hat! Like, this one company, <laughs> like, I was, like, freaking out about this guy, with this guy. I was like, dude, I love your, like, you're the quality of your gear, and it's so cool. And he's like, thanks, man. Here's a hat. And I was like, oh, you're the best! <laughs> also, who's your marketing stre- specialist? And he goes, I am. Give me your number. I was like, yes! Networking. Right a free hat and a and a number and a, and a number. number. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I'm getting some digits. Free hat. Free hat. Free hat. I know. I'm into the hat life right I now. I know. Too. Well, then my brother like really liked the hat, so and I had to give it to him. I gave somebody one yeah. of my hats recently. Hey, pack, pay it forward. Yeah. So then, so then I was out of hats, right? Mm. And my boss gave me a hat. Woo! From a, a photo competition that uh, she just uh, won, actually. The GoPro Mountain Games. Wow. Yeah, I don't even know if they've announced that yet, so. Spoiler uh, alert. In the couple days. I'm telling your sister. Yeah, right? <laughs> so, so, yeah, so we went out, a uh, little story about that. We went out to Vail, uh, which is uh, one of those mountain towns, a yeah. ski resort okay. town. Okay, yeah, very yeah. Very popular. And uh, they were having all of these, it was called the GoPro Mountain Games. And so they were having like kayak competitions, like frisbee golf competitions. Uh, BMX and downhill racing, uh, and and it was super cool. And so they one of the competitions they had was this photo competition. And so we like scheduled our lives so that we would go out and participate in this competition. So the first day, like, we took or yeah, we only did one day of shooting, but we took this like massive battery pack and light into the backcountry with a big camera, 
So I'm like carrying this all this gear mm. and she's carrying all her gear and we like hike like three miles up this trail so that we can capture the mountain bikers at like 8 a.m. And they come down and we're like getting some, like we get caught in an awkward place because they come down too quick and like we can't get to a place that's good enough. Uh -huh. We ended up with a pretty sweet shot and, uh, and was taking some cool pictures. But you know, it, it wasn't exciting, you know what I mean? So what we ended up doing is we went back uh, up to Vale. Uh, actually, we went to a, a town that was down the down the valley, down valley as they call it, oh. uh, called Eagle. And they were holding mm -hmm. um, BMX races. And these were like pretty short races, but the top BMXers, some of the top BMXers in in the world were there. Like sadly, it was only like five girls and ten guys. Like that's all it was. Mm -hmm. But but they were competing and uh, and. Uh, so we, we posted up and, and took a really sweet shot that if you have the opportunity to, opportunity to I'm pretty sure she's going to post here uh, in the next couple of days the winning shot uh, on her Instagram, Catherine Appel, uh, at Catherine Appel, and that's A-E-P-P-E-L. And it was just this super cool shot where you got all these guys rounding this corner, like, they're like, uh, perpendicular to the ground. Mm -hmm. Perpendicular? Like no. they're like they're horizontal to the ground. Like yeah. they're they're on an angle. It's a it's a banked uh, banked turn, and you know you've got guys at different levels. Oh, that's pretty rad. Uh, on this thing, and the picture is is big enough that you see what's behind him, and what's behind him are the snow capped mountains. Ooh. And it was beautiful. And there and there are these guys they're they're racing in these bright colors. So you've got like the black of the asphalt. Uh, the, and then their bright jerseys, and then the bright blue sky, and just these snow-capped mountains. Yeah, freaking won, man! It freaking won the competition. And it was, it was super cool to be able to be there. That was one of my first days, the first couple weeks working with her, mm -hmm. and uh, and just like be inspired by something like that, you know? Yeah. Those kind of things, that that art, that beauty is so exciting and so inspiring. You asked me earlier. Which would I like to do if, like, you could give me my ideal job? Yeah. Uh, would it be acting or would it be uh, producing? And honestly, I don't think producing alone would would satisfy me. But doing what I'm doing, where I'm like in this creative environment, and 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 I've gotten to a point where I'm very, uh, very close with my with my uh, boss, and and yeah. we're creative collaborators. Oh yeah. Uh, and That's so I'm fun. able to. Starting more and more to to implement or not implement, but uh, um, suggest uh, certain creative uh, ideas for her photography and her idea uh, and her, her like uh, I don't know the shots that she wants to get. Um, it's that's so much more fulfilling. And it is. To me. It's really fun when you are a part of something that gets created. Yes. Yes. Instead of just kind of letting it happen to you, like. That's fun. Like, I love being an actor. I love, like, when you give me a script, I'll analyze the crap out of that. I will perform the crap out of that. But when, if you gave me a script and I was the one that put that script together or I was, like, the one uh, producing that, that thing. Calling the shots. Calling the shots, making sure everything went smoothly. I'm going to have a huge sense of pride in that, in that project. And that could go nowhere, mm. but I'm still gonna feel way more fulfilled than if I was in a blockbuster movie. Uh, you and know, you had no 
no, ho- no, no creative hold. Yeah, even. yeah. Creative hold. I mean, you would if you were you were the actor, but even then, it's just like. Well, when you're the actor in somebody else's project, they can do whatever they want with it. Yeah, and all and of a sudden you're, you're like, just playing oh. by their rules. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have a thing against authority at times. Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, I told you that's how I felt with that short film that I did. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I. Oh yeah, yeah. Wrote and. Uh, I didn't want to direct it because I was in front of the camera and mm-hmm. I wanted to, I have a friend who I've worked with before who I brought on to direct it and then my co-star who was helping me do it brought this cinematographer who was fine but it was hard because everybody met like that day mm. so nobody knows how to work with anybody mm-hmm. else they're all kind of like don't nobody wants to step on anybody's toes mm-hmm. you know so they're like I think this is good and everybody's like yeah that sounds good like mm-hmm. nobody's really like pu- pushing their own ideas yeah. and it was my vision so I was like why I should have had more of a hold on it to begin with but then my co-star just like took it edited it and then I didn't even get half the footage and I was just Uh. like I hate this Mm. it was my story I was acting in it I didn't like almost any of the shots I didn't like the edit he wouldn't give me the footage so I can make my own version even and it was just like so like the opposite of fulfilling. I yeah. felt like I was being like empty. Manipulated. Yeah, it's just like something was taken from me. Yeah. Creatively, which sucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, so after that, I was like, I can't just act because mm-hmm. I need more control and I need to be a creator. Yeah. And I want to be in the. I want to be the one in the room calling the shots. Well, you guys mentioned earlier. And again, I hate to keep bringing up earlier stuff because I don't want to get. Yelled at by Betsy. But you had <laughs> mentioned the uh, stuff you guys wrote together. I don't know if you've spoken to this in your pod. I don't listen to every podcast you have. My apologies, but I have heard it before. Uh, if you've talked about this before, we no, can skip I, it. no, we or haven't. Like, what did you do? You, are you? Can you say? Can you talk yeah, about it? Do you yeah, want to yeah, talk yeah. about it? I mean, oh, it's protected I'm, under law, sir. I'm curious. Actually, we did have people sign NDAs. Oh, yeah, yeah. Maybe, well, at this maybe point, not. No, at this point, it's actually it's uh, protected under the Screenwriters Guild. Oh, yeah, because we got yeah. it. I mean, it's, uh, again. No, we're what happy else? to. It's, no, I, I mean, else? why not? So, yeah, me and Dana, basically um, how we even got into it was I was going to class, and I was like, I I'm bored. At this acting school. At this acting school. I was like, I'm going to class, I'm doing my rehearsals, but like, I feel like I'm not doing enough. I Mm -hmm. always have that like, need to be working more, need to be hustling something. And I I admired that. Yeah, so I asked him. She's also attractive, so like, I couldn't help it. Who? (laughs) (laughs) Well played. High five. So I went over to Dana while I was working, and I was basically like, hey, like, when you... Because you graduated, so mm-hmm. I was like, after you graduate, like, what? what's the next step you could take? Like, is there, like, another, like, class, or, like, what are you, what are you doing now? And mm-hmm. you had mentioned that you were writing, or you wanted to write. Yeah, well, at that time, I was uh, um, working with a guy who wanted me oh, to... Oh, that guy. Yeah, write oh, with I, him. Yeah. And he, he was a little rapey, and... Um, <laughs> not oh, actually rapey. Not actually, but, like, it was just, like, it was too much. Like, he was too much in my space... And like, like he didn't have good boundaries, and but I really wanted to learn how to write a script. Yeah. And like he didn't know, but he claimed to know, and he was mm. gonna do it. And at the and mm. when you're first starting out, you don't know any better. Know There's any so better. many weird relationships you get into yeah. where you're like, I think I'm learning from this person, but it doesn't completely feel right. Yeah. But mm. I'm just gonna stick it out because I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, you know, what's what. And so when Betsy, you know, said that she was interested in writing, you know, we really kind of connected on that. Mm-hmm. And um, so we so we developed a friendship, 
you know, against all odds. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, against... Uh, against the rules of the school. The rules of the school. But, I mean, it, you were pretty close to graduating at that time, so I really... What's the rule of the school? He was an administrator. Not He's not allowed to be friends oh, with the okay. students until after they graduate. Yeah, gotcha. But, uh, Which you know, is so ridiculous. Betsy came up with this idea that she had been toying with. Uh, no, well, I was, like, feeling very inspired at the gym one time. I was yeah. kind of just spitballing stuff to you. I was like, oh, if we write, what if it was this? Yeah. What if it was that? Like, yeah. I was kind of like, I have this weird, because I, for a while, wanted to write, uh, selfishly, something about myself. I know. You know. It was a big fight we had throughout the entire thing where Betsy was like, but I want this to be about me. I don't think that's true. Yeah, it was pretty true. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Um, Insecure, you know that show? Yeah, yeah. She wrote it herself. It's about her life. That oh, yeah. I wanted to emulate something that's like right. that where it was that. like my voice right. talking about my experiences mm -hmm. that was like dramedy. Because like, mm. I have, I don't know, weird things happen that I want to call upon and put into scenes and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, so I was at the gym working out and like I lift weights, which is not... It's, you know, there are less women in the weight. Brag. Mm -hmm. I'm not bragging. Oh, my God. Weights. Look at those guns. Just Matt's jealous of my gun game. Um, but, like, I'll be in the weight room, and I'm one of few females. So I was like, what if it was about, like, a female trainer who had to deal with, like, feminism in these kinds of ways where, like, she's, like, people think she's too muscular or, like, I don't know. I was just like, is that even anything? Like, mm -hmm. maybe she has to deal with dumb trainers who yeah. hit on her, but then she's, like, stronger than them. So it's, like, kind of... So then we, what did we, like, we translated well, you, into... You, you shot me the idea, and I just started Spitballing. Writing, yeah, spitballing, and wrote down some ideas, and had just learned about Google Docs, so I, like... Oh, we ran some Google Docs, yeah, man. That was the best thing that you found. Oh, yeah. So what we do is, Google Docs, you can have a Word document, and you share it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know if you know how these things I work, Mister. Techno Docs works. Oh, I, well, I didn't. Okay. Okay. Well, there you go. We're, we all learn. For those of you that don't, you can share a, a document that you are currently working on, and the person that you share it with can see it as it happens in real time, as you change things in real time. Yeah. So we would and make also has a comment. Uh, like section. A, a, a messaging section. Yes. 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 Yeah. So if you're both online, so like, you can aim? chat. Yeah. yeah. Like Gchat. Is that a thing? What's Gchat? Gchat RIP. No. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah, really? So like mm -hmm. w, uh, MSN had that too. Oh, well, Gchat uh, G is like uh, Gmail's yeah. chat thing. Yeah. Anyway, okay. but yeah, so we had that doc going, and then we just started. Um, well, I think what happened was. Oh! I have. We went to that. Some very interesting friends. Yeah. And I love them, and I was trying to pitch to, to oh, Betsy that's that what my happened. friends should be the people in this gym. No, 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 no. It was. Your birthday. But it was, no, what? Not my birthday. Yeah. No, that was graduation. No, it was your birthday because that was when I first met them. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, When yeah. I first met oh, yeah. your friends, these they three threw, guys. They threw me a huge birthday party. That's well, of right. Of course they did. Everybody goes to Dana's everything. Yeah, apparently popular. So fucking popular. So Dana has these three guy friends who were living together. They're all, they were all in your class. Yeah, yeah, they were all in my class. And they're all like best buds. They live together. They're all actors. And they have a very funny dynamic just naturally oh the three God. of them there's like an alpha a beta and then like a like what would you describe matt as autistic he's not autistic he's like nerdy and like very like oh, by he's the number rules. oriented yeah, yeah, yeah he's, he's like uh, straight laced yeah so the three of them together i so i was at dana's party and uh 
he was like with his friends and stuff, and I didn't know them very well, so I was just sort of sitting and just like observing everybody. You're telling the G story, that like was, I do. That was graduation. No, no, no. I'm not telling okay. the G story. That's the second thing. We'll tell that. The in first a night was we were at this thing, and I was looking around the bar in general, and uh -huh. I was looking at your friends. I was looking at this weird dude with this like. I quotes hot chick who like they had a weird like you could quotes tell hot chick? you could tell he had money and she had nothing going on in her oh, brain yeah. so I was watching well, these two interact and was he there yeah, did you invite him no I didn't I didn't think he was part of your group he's not but he just showed up anyway anyway so I was just watching the bar and I felt I was like wow I feel like I'm in like a high school cafeteria yeah. I think is what I said because <laughs> I was like okay there's like the drama nerds yeah. over here yeah. and there's like the the cool kids with like these two weird lovebirds and yeah. I was just like sort of just like watching and like making notes of everybody's personalities and how and then yeah. I was watching those three guys and I was like that's an interesting dynamic between the mm. three of them like Andrew's like does whatever he wants like he's gets super macho super macho boy. yeah and like suave alpha. he's alpha and then Giovanni who's uh slightly smaller but still Muscular. Yeah, he's muscular. He was a wide receiver and like But he's a little smaller guy and he very yeah. much follows Andrew's lead. Yeah. Uh which is just phenomenal. Hilarious. And then Matt is just like this third guy who just has like things to say and yeah. like has opinions and, and he's he's very smart and he's he's a, he's an accountant. Yeah. So like you know what that means. Like yeah. he's, he's number oriented and very mm -hmm, yes. Analytical. One yeah. plus one equals two. It does not equal anything else. You yeah, know, yeah he's very thing. into that. So <laughs> So then, yeah, so that sort of had a little bit of an inspiration, but the second thing yeah. was we were at the, so um, the acting school we went to, after you finish it, you, there's like a graduation ceremony yeah. where you get a diploma and they have a speaker. And so um, after mine, this is the year that yeah, I graduated. Yeah. Uh, now we're allowed to be friends. Yeah, now we're allowed to be friends. Um, one of the kids that was, yeah, one of the friends that was in your year, no, no, he was your year. He was my year, but yeah. you just were friends with him? Oh, yeah, because, yeah. Okay, so he, his, he had, like, gotten really close with my classmates, so okay. we were all pretty chill. His parents, like, basically rented out a house. No, 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 it wasn't his parents. He did. He rented He got it? rich off of Bitcoin. Jesus. And rented out a... Malibu? A, a house in the hill, in the mountains in Malibu. Uh, so for ridiculous. three days, two days. And, uh... It had, like, a thousand rooms. Uh, yeah, all of these... Like, I kept finding more rooms. Yeah, I couldn't... One of the rooms was a closet with a double bed rooms. in it. <laughs> and then Andrew walked out was, of that in the morning. He was like, one. what the fuck happened? <laughs> it was a weird place. Yeah. But the first thing that we did when we got there, I was just sitting, like, waiting for people to arrive because yeah. I got there early, as I always do. And your friends were there. And, and my girlfriends were there. And, uh, so... Andrew, Giovanni, well, it was just those two, because I don't even think Matt was there, but this is where I got most yeah. of the idea, was yeah. Andrew, uh, Giovanni, and somebody else, I don't know who it was, yeah. come, literally, they, like, marched single file into the kitchen, yeah, all, we all wearing sitting. swim trunks, and I was just like, what are you guys doing, going to a pool? I, there Apparently, there was a pool, which yeah. we didn't know, because there were so many rooms, you were just like, wait, what is in this fucking place? <laughs> yeah. So they're marching into the kitchen. I go, what are you, going to the pool? And Andrew just struts confidently by me, doesn't say anything. Giovanni is bouncing along behind him and goes, I don't know what we're doing. <laughs> and just following Andrew. And I was like, holy goes, shit. But, but then Giovanni goes, what are we doing? And Andrew goes, we're going to the pool. And he goes, we're going to the pool. And I was just like, <laughs> oh my God, these men. 
have just like I could write for days and, yeah, about this. And, and so. once that happened, Betsy and I were just sitting there next to each other, and and we we clicked. We went, this is this is it. We crafted we a lot to, of the yeah. characters around the people that we knew who already yeah. had funny dynamics, just because it was made it easier to write. So so yeah. So what we ended up doing is we took those three characters, and then Betsy and myself, and a couple other people that we knew, and and we put them into this environment. Uh, yeah, so um, it ended up being a gym. Yeah, a gym. They all worked at the gym. So Andrew obviously is the macho trainer. Mm -hmm. Giovanni is the trainee mm -hmm. who wants to be just like him. Uh, Matt's the accountant. The accountant. Uh, <laughs> Dana's uh, Lawrence, who is the GM. G the general manager. And then my character, Erin, is the. She basically inherits this gym from her father. And she. We still sort of never got to what Erin's. Uh, motivation was I still don't I really think we, remember we did but like it, took it wasn't so like long. yeah we didn't know we were having yeah. way too much fun writing with these silly characters that the real heart of the story took a while to come along. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> I don't remember it but I can quote half that thing. I know seriously our pilot we had so much fun writing it because we were just yeah. thinking of ridiculous lines that they all could say and like just. I was like, no, we have to think from a writer's perspective. What What is the intention of all of these characters? What do they want? What are they going to do to get it? And I think it was like Aaron's dad owned this gym, and he was like town hero. They were in a small town. Uh, she inherited it when he died because the pilot is at his funeral, so she learns, unbeknownst to her, she has inherited this gym that she has hated up until this point mm. because it's been a living hell. She's overshadowed by her father. Everybody loves him and she's just like his kid. Yeah. They're like, oh, you're Gibbs kid. And she's yeah. like, I have a fucking name, like guys. Yeah. And so they just like hound her with shit and then she's the owner of this place. So uh, it kind of turns the tables and then she ends up having to save it even though she wanted to sell it because yeah. drama. And, and, it's, and it's filmed in the uh, mockumentary type style like The Office or Parks, Parks and, and Rec. Rec. Uh, that's really what we were thinking about when we were writing it, and it made it so funny because that tool gives you the capability to create really funny moments where yeah. you like cut away and somebody says something that you're like, th like the audience may be thinking or like that character would be thinking. They may not even be in the scene, but like they think that way, and and it was just so much fun to to play with that and see mm. how much. Can we do with that, and, and, and is does that all work together, whatever, it was great. I think the majority of it was just thinking up lines to make the other one laugh. Oh, yeah. It wasn't even really to facilitate the script. It yeah. was just like, what if this happened? And then you'd be like, you know what they would say. Because yeah. like, we like have learned these, well, I mean, the characters are based on real people, mm -hmm. so we know how they would react. Mm -hmm. uh, but, yeah, so we, we wrote the pilot. We had, like, front to back and then um, we were working on like editing it and we we're having some people read it yeah, we did I wanted read. we did a table read mm -hmm. which was cool yeah. I wanted we brought to in an editor too it's possible it's probably important to say uh, there's a guy that was helping us edit it mm -hmm. and and became part of our writing process uh, and so what you're gonna say is you wanted to I wanted to make it. make it I wanted to make it ourselves because I like I said I had that creative bug mm -hmm. where I wanted uh, my hands on it mm -hmm. whereas uh, our editor who rightly so is a business guy he mm -hmm. wanted to want to sell it sell it make some money or like you know sell it and make it at this and I just think there that was where just, there was it, it was gray area and we just we don't know you know, and that and that you know propelled me into the question of, well, how do you make it, and then what does it mean to be a producer and all that jazz. So that's that's. Uh, yeah. 
That's kind of the pilot there. All right. It's fun. Well, this has been how to get your pilot written. <laughs> right? No, I mean, that's actually... Laugh and just go to town. Well, that's... For so long, I'd been waiting to find somebody like that. Yeah. Because I knew, like, I have... I admire comedic writers and comedians and comedy troops, those people that like the super troopers guys, they mm. all just get together and yeah. make hilarious stuff and they have such good people to bounce ideas off of. And I was like, I feel I can't do this by myself. Like I can have good ideas, but I need somebody else to amplify it and bring it back so that I can jump on that and we can like grow the idea together versus mm. me just like in my room huddling away on a piece of paper not getting anywhere so yeah. I was like thankful that we that like first day that we sat down to write when I gave you your character's name was like that whole when I was like it was, it was a cool moment because she had the name for my character and I had the name for my character too and it was the same name but also it was your middle name that I name, I didn't know it was his middle name Lawrence and I was just like, I don't know why this name is popping up to me, Lawrence. Lawrence. Like, that just is clicking. And you were like, that's my fucking middle name. I was like, what? All names. And then, like, we made it in, like, uh, a, a small town in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Because I wanted to have the seasons for the show so that they could have fucking Andrew's character. Andrew, Andrew gets trapped in a car. In a car in a, in a snowstorm. <laughs> at the same time where he's training for, like, a what was it like a lift or a fitness competition but he gets trapped in the car because he has to make it to the gym he can't miss the gym but he gets trapped and so he's like cracked out on protein powder and pre-workout because that's all he has to eat oh, God. <laughs> yeah so just like spitballing stuff like that was like the most fun yeah writing just creating some of the most ridiculous scenarios, scenarios. And i think we had a pretty good art for that whole first season I want to keep writing that, like I said. Well, we can. Uh, I mean, I want you to obviously focus on Google, your... Google Docs is... Google Docs is the there. The new hip thing. Yeah, right? Have you heard of it? <laughs> you should check it out. Have you heard of the new hip thing? Google. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's lit. <laughs> <laughs> I just want a recording of Matt saying, like, trending phrases. Yeah. Like, it's lit. And just, like, killing them all slowly. Well, what else Joe. are the kids saying? today dope dope i don't well that's what i've been saying fire it's fire slay fire was was old i've heard i've actually heard a new oh are you schooling me i've heard a new theme what or i've heard a new word that the kids are using yes tell me thirsty for like needing to get laid right that's not yeah that's not new at all man it's new to me baby (laughs) (laughs) just like your google docs Matt, are you thirsty? Is that why you learned that word? Somebody told you you were thirsty? No, it was, uh, I don't even remember what it is, but we got, I learned it. I'm very curious how you learned it. I'll ask you later. Or you can't remember? I I really don't know. I just heard it randomly. Oh, boo. That's not fun. (laughs) Oh, you thirsty. Oh, girl, you thirsty. Yeah. Nobody's said that number. Nobody's asking. Nobody's thirsting after you, Matt. I'm sorry to break it to you. And I apparently am. I am literally thirsty. I get dehydrated very easily, and so I just thought everybody just like that's. I'm just exactly. I'm like, oh my god, you, me too. I am also thirsty. I get dehydrated a lot. We should go out sometime. <laughs> <laughs> I want to write a sketch where Matt just like doesn't understand certain slang and he just like he does that where he's like, yeah. I also am thirsty, yes. <laughs> I do require H2O. 
<laughs> All right. Well, is there anything else that you want to talk about? We've been talking for like an hour plus slash minus. And we got seconds. pizza coming up. We do yeah. have pizza. Betsy's well, you guys, you know, if you want to see more about the work that we're doing, there's some yeah, really, you, really fun stuff. Welcome to plug it all in. Yeah, uh, it's a selfless plug. Uh, we just released a new reel. Uh, it's on uh, CatherineAppel.com. That's C-A-T-H-E-R-I-N-E-A-E-P-P-E-L. CatherineAppel.com. And, uh, yeah. Double P, double L. Yeah. Double That's P, what double the... L. No, no it's one L. There's only one L, dude. Oh, shit. It's P-P-E-L. P-P-E-L. Get it right. Get it right, Matthew. You got to get a little jingle on it. Listen with the God. P-A-L. Like, you know. Now you're just throwing in. remember. That's not even, you just misspelled the name horribly. Well, Betsy does a good job of posting, so I'm sure she'll mention something about it. Yeah. So anyway. Somewhere, don't worry. So, uh. I'm enjoying my life. And then, uh, if you want, what's your, like, Instagram, or you want to plug any of Oh, yeah, follow me on Instagram. Hell, yeah. You know, I've gotten really into fitness, so I post them body pics. Oh, yeah, uh, boy. Bessie's, you, Bessie's all up on that shit, but shout You still got to work on your chest. Like, don't you know talk to me about right. that. You know. I do. <laughs> I do two chest Just days. Just try to help. It's, it's tough. I know. I know. I'm, like, like, I don't have abs, and, and my chest has come a long way, but it, it like takes me twice as much work as some other people. Yams look fabulous. Yams? Oh, my yeah, arms. Um. I know, weird that my arms and my legs, they just go, oh, let's bulk up right now. Oh, oh. oh I'm German. <laughs> um, yeah, that's my heritage. Great. Uh, so, yeah, feel free to follow me uh, at Dana Gobbets, uh, D-A-N-A-G-A-U-B-A-T-Z. Um, and uh, if you ever want some work done, you know who to ask. Yeah, and uh, you are, uh, let's do a little plug for me and Matt. Yeah, we... if you need a co-host, my Instagram is Rollins1845. <laughs> no, that I'm right? not going to give my personal Instagram on this. Are you crazy? What? Oh, so sorry. You need want to gain a following. Face. We have. We have a I podcast. I want to let them go to your thing. Yeah, that's very, very fair. It's mentally or in the haze. they want to see me like, hey, here's me in front of the Hollywood sign. Your friends want to see you. Exactly. My, my, my friends, not these podcast listeners. Hey, they get to see the, hey. the commercial side of me. Hey, don't disrespect our listeners like that. I'm coming for you, you mother... <laughs> <laughs> our podcast if you feel like listening to me and matt uh either praise or uh tear down establishments that have dancing nights and we're actually expanding it to just like bars in la we're gonna we'll, hit up we'll the standard on stuff. saturday yeah. i'm very Ooh, excited it's called Wait, mentally and the haze no. oh you gotta listen to our podcast it's a wild hotel if you've never been there uh, like stuck in the past. I'm very excited. Really? Uh, our podcast is called Mentally in the Haze, and it's M E N T E L E, and the Haze H A Y E S, because those are our last names. And um, yeah, and obviously I'm, I'm Betsy, not Ross. I don't know if you guys. I assume you know that because you're following me. But yeah, maybe buddy. if you're following Anthony, then you should follow me too, guys. Hello, I'm here too. <laughs> Even though Anthony's not, but he'll be here next week, so don't worry, he's coming back. Um, but thank and to you guys. Anthony's roommate's cousin. <laughs> you know what we're talking about right now. Stop throwing. Matt's trying to throw shade at somebody that doesn't exist. I'm just. I. You guys got passive aggressive uh, in there. You wanted. I didn't, so I needed to throw out. something. I feel there. you. I feel you. Well, you threw it at me enough, so thanks what? for that. The shade. Thank you, what? 
shade. Oh no, this is passive aggressive shade. Oh, you were just straight out. There is yes. Okay, so. gotcha. None of rage in your body that you. <laughs> I don't know what anyway, we're at, we're ending this podcast I now. This pizza. Thank you for listening to the Have a Seat podcast. This has been Betsy Hayes and Matt Mintley for this episode with special guest Dana Gobbitz. Tune in next week where we are back to our. Stop being mean to them. <laughs>